I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Paul D. Benedetto on the line, and he's Senior VP over at Hub International. Paul, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. So I'm excited to get into what you're doing over at Hub International, um, but before we do that, let's get a little bit further into your background. So how did you get started in your career? Yeah, so it's been a pretty pretty unique journey to start. So originally uh, out of college, I was a VP for a commercial real estate firm. Um, and as the market was crashing in 07, 08, I made a shift into uh, the restaurant um, uh, hospitality space. So I was a uh, franchisee owner-operator for Tilted Kilt Pub and Eatery brand, um, an area developer before they started to, started to exit out of that brand in about 2016. Um, so never really started in the insurance space, which is what Hunter National is, but I was the managing partner for roughly eight locations and 30 franchisees across eight states. So would get these restaurants open and handle everything from A to Z, uh, from, you know, meeting with municipalities and getting them licensing to trainings to, you know, post-operational things and monthly checkups. So not really um, in the insurance space at that time. Um, and while that was going on, I also started a beverage consulting firm called MindMeld Partners, um, where we would specialize in uh, menu design, happy hour placements, um, third-party negotiations with large national franchise and, and franchises and large operators across the U.S. So we would basically help them with their liquor negotiations. So if Miller Lite wanted to be on a menu, we'd help them get in a menu on, on every location. So I did that for about 12 years. Um, before I broke into the insurance world, which was completely by accident. Wow, what a great story. I'm like, well, because you have, I mean, a couple pivots in there, and obviously this gives you a huge <laughs> amount of, um, of, well, I just mean you have a lot of experience. So you've owned restaurants or you've owned businesses. Um, you've worked for big companies. You've um, done some, um, you know, helped them launch. What kind of... Um, you know, there's some younger listeners listening right now that maybe they're just getting started and they're just getting out of school. Maybe they're a couple years out and they're thinking about their first venture as an entrepreneur. What kind of advice would you give to that newbie that's out there listening to this right now? You know, my a couple of pieces I would say that really helped me get through it because I, I, you know, owned my first restaurant at about 24 years old. Um, mm. Just really be ready to grind wow. and always be learning. You know, really take what you can learn from your mentors and find good people to help guide you, you know, through your decisions as a business owner and, you know, try not to take things personally along the way. And then, you know, you'll have success then. If, if you take up too personal in business early on in your careers, it's usually the demise for that career. Man, that's great advice. And I tell you, just, just, even you just saying you were in the first restaurant in the early twenties, I'm like, ah, oh, I cringe. Like, oh my gosh, that's some grinding. <laughs> that is some work, Paul. <laughs> I don't have to tell you. No, um, it was, it was a lot of work. We were, that was, I think my biggest year, I put about 90,000 miles on one of my company cars at the time, just from opening restaurants. So it was, uh, <laughs> to talk about a grind and going out there and, you know, 80, 90 hour weeks. It was, it was a pretty regular thing for a long time. Oh man. Well, um I think that's a great transition. Let's uh let's get into what you're doing over at Hub International. So first tell yeah. us a little bit more about the company, please. Yeah, so Hub International, we are the fifth largest commercial brokerage firm in the world. 
Uh, we specialize in business insurance, uh, employee benefits, risk management solutions, HR consulting, and and a whole gamut of other things. Uh, we're about 450 offices, $2.5 billion company, um, and have really uh, strong presence nationally in a, in a multiple of verticals. So I got into the insurance world in about 2017. I was randomly recruited. Um, I was getting out of the restaurant, and my wife was tired of me traveling. I got three kids at home. They're young. Um, so decided to make a, a career shift. And, and kind of how I got into insurance was I was always on the buyer side for all those years. So I mm. really realized what I didn't like about the process of insurance, kind of how it was always price-based. And you get a phone call from 20 different guys saying, I'll save you at 5%. Um, we had a big claim that ended up not getting covered because we didn't have the proper insurance, and it kind of led me in there. So um, I got recruited to another company called the Horton Group early on out of my uh, when I started insurance for about two years before I took promotion to Hub. So now I run our hospitality uh, practice out of the Midwest. So Hub is kind and so obviously you're a restaurant guy. I mean, you you, you know what you're doing in that space. Both yep. obviously from the insuring side, it's a whole nother it's a whole nother game and a whole nother level of expertise you have to have to to ensure that risk. Any type of um, trends you're noticing? So from your vantage point, um, as in of insuring these restaurants. Yeah, you know, I I definitely would say the sophistication of the operator on the insurance side has become a lot greater over the last few years. Um, you're seeing a lot of claims, whether it's, you know, employee practice liability, which, you know, that encompasses hiring and firing, uh, sexual harassment, mm-hmm. things along those lines. I think, you know, even for myself, when I first was buying, you know, an insurance buyer to where I was, you know, I am today without being in insurance, it was quite the journey. And I think restaurant operators and big groups are, are realizing how important it is to be in the right insurance programs and then also, you know, have quality risk management because it ultimately leads to a better bottom line for you and, and, you know, less risk for, for your operation. So I've definitely seen that trend um, shift quite a bit. Uh, and we're also starting to see um, restaurant groups really diving into the captive insurance space, which for anybody who doesn't know what that is, that's basically where you are self-insuring, um, either as an individual or, as, you know, with a group of other uh, like-kind quality businesses. So those are two big trends I've definitely seen in, in the insurance space for sure in hospitality is just the sophistication and, and really looking at strategy versus just having it be price-based. Have you noticed any any trends in, um, or any, any difference in just this whole fintech or should I say insure tech um, movement and just upgrade the technology? Just because, I mean, even from I bet where you started to now what's happening is probably like night and day. I know it's happening in a lot of other industries in terms of the finance side of things. Oh, absolutely. I mean, especially on the employee benefit side and payroll management mm-hmm. and HR management. I mean, there is new technology pieces coming out every day and, and different systems are now talking to each other that didn't used to talk. So you've definitely seen a huge shift um, from technology for the better and, and the employee mm-hmm. benefit side of the business. On the business insurance side, you're not seeing as many technological advances other than you'll get some, you know, app-based companies will give you a quick quote. But, you know, the one thing I will say that's shifting is there's a, just a lot more access to data. So you can really um, nail down a risk and, and figure out what, what the best route is or what the best strategy is overall. But, yeah, technology has definitely a major role in the insurance uh, game for sure. No, that's exciting. Yeah, I, I get it, and I see it. And the, the employee benefits, just time, systems talking to systems. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of interesting to see how this evolves, and it just makes things more efficient, like long term, and to see what's next. Um, so, what's next for you, Paul? So, Hub International 2020. Any goals? Any any anything upcoming about the company that you care to share? 
I mean, uh, Hub is growing every day. I think we got over 100 acquisitions lined up nationally, so we grow both wow. you know, organically and, and through mergers. Um, and as far as the hospitality and franchise practice, we have a whole new uh, franchise model kind of being launched uh, nationally right now to really help franchisors and franchisees. And uh, we've picked up a lot of big accounts since I've joined Hub, so it's been it's been really good. It's just it's something that's always evolving and exciting. And obviously, with my background being part of the hospitality space, still without having the 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 problems of owning a restaurant, being able to help consult, and uh, not having to be on the road has been a good thing. So it's going to, we're very excited for 2020. That's a Man, that's exciting. Fantastic. Yeah. So, Paul, if um, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on Hub International or to connect them, what's the best way for them to get that? Well, normally I would give you guys my email over this podcast, but it's my first name and last name, which is really long. So I'd say either look me up at LinkedIn or go to hubinternational.com, and you can you can find me under the uh, Hub Midwest West office. Um, my email is paul.benedetto at hubinternational.com. So that's a that's a mouthful. So usually people mess that up. But yeah, you you know I'm always open for. I got you know I had a lot of great mentors when I was owning my companies and getting into the business. So I'm always willing to take questions or help anybody you know with anything they that they need. So feel free to reach out anytime. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, hey, Paul, um, really appreciate you coming on the show today. Share more about your background and all the great work you're doing over at Hub International to help your restaurateurs and, uh, and franchises. So great stuff there. And to the audience, as always, uh, thanks for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store. If you're watching this on our YouTube channel, I'd uh, love to hear some feedback on what you thought about it and, uh, and what's going on in restaurants and, and in sure tech or um, the restaurant side of technology. So definitely leave us some comments there. And, uh, Paul, thanks again for coming on the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.